Welcome to Sully Says, Musings on Sales and Life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Good morning, everybody. Rick Sully joining you for a Sully Says Sales Tip. Appreciate you joining me bright and early this morning. Little bit behind schedule, but that's what I get for setting a specific time and then all these technical difficulties take over. But in any event, I really appreciate your time this morning. And what I want to talk about is something that is incredibly important in sales or network marketing. And that is overcoming objections. And I want to thank uh, Becky Pope for kind of reminding me of this uh, in one of her comments the other day. And it's something that I personally struggled with my entire career. And it's still not something I've mastered. I don't know that anyone ever masters it. But it is so critical. I would argue that it's the hardest part of the selling process. Now, some people say building rapport. Some people say closing. But in my mind, closing is easy if you're able to overcome objections. So what I want to talk to you about today specifically are some steps that I think will help the process uh, become a little easier for you. Now keep in mind, I'm giving you a broad overview today. I just want to touch on some key points and overcoming objections. And then what you need to do is you need to tailor it to your specific uh, area of expertise. So if you're in car sales, think about that. If you're selling high-end appliances, think about that. If you're in network marketing, incorporate what you do on a daily basis. Because I don't know everybody's business intimately. Now I'll do some private training in the future. We can drill down and I can help you with specific objections related to your specialty. But in the meantime, I want to do it on a broad level. And the other thing I want you to keep in mind is over the next few weeks, I'm going to get very specific about certain uh, objections. Uh, So right now, again, this is going to be specific objections. It's just objections in general. All right. So how about that for an intro? Uh, In any event, first thing you need to do above anything else when you hear an objection from a customer is you need to listen carefully. All right. You need to understand, is this real or is the prospect just stalling? All right. Do they want to make the decision, but they want to make it look like uh, they're making me sweat? Uh, or are they waiting for, you know, a vision from above? Whatever the case might be, it's your job to listen carefully and ask clarifying questions. You're going to hear me say that a few times throughout the presentation today, and it's critical to understand that because your instinct is to answer right away, but you need to clarify exactly what the issue is. And once you do that, then you're going to be on your way to a smoother presentation. You've got to take notes. I'm amazed how many sales professionals, network marketers don't take notes. I know we all have a notepad with us. We have phones we can take notes on, but take notes. It does two things. Number one, it allows you to kind of keep a log of exactly what happened, but it also allows you to refer back to it, especially if you do nail down that objection. You can look back and say, hey, remember when we talked about this earlier? Do you believe we've addressed that? Excellent. Let's move on. And lastly, in my mind, you cannot move past this initial step unless you have gotten 100% certainty that you know what the objection is. Because here's what happens. You may think you have the objection, but it could be a smoke screen. There could be another objection underneath the surface, 
and you've glanced over the uh, overall objection. So maybe it is, uh, you know, I really was hoping that I would have the, you know, the custom wheel package for this car as an example. I don't even know if that's a thing, but custom wheel package for this car. And then you find out that it actually has to do with the engine. And so you've addressed the object. Yeah, we can get you the custom wheel package when the actual issue is the engine. So you need to continue to probe and to find out exactly what's going on here. All right. And then what you need to do is you need to qualify that objection. And what that doing is that's setting up the close. All right. For example, if I'm able to do this, would this make it easier for us or me to earn your business? Or if that's too formal for you, you know, would that be enough information for you to make a decision? I like that one because you can use that. I mean, picture you're, you're talking to one of your neighbors. You met at a party, very interested in your business. You're sitting down talking to them. Would that be enough information for you to make a decision? How non-threatening is that? But the great part about it, it's going to get you where you need to be. I see my friend Kobe joined us. Hey, Kobes, shouldn't you be out in the field, buddy? Uh, just kidding. Uh, now you want to answer the objection so you completely resolve the issue. And this is important because if you just answer part of it or don't really give them the satisfaction that they know, yeah, that's good, I feel better, then it's going to stop right there. You may keep talking, but in their mind, they've stopped. So here's what I'm talking about. Use everything you have in your bag. That's a term we use in my profession, medical sales. Use everything you have in your bag. And what I mean by that, you have marketing materials. Again, I don't care what sales or network market you're in. I know your company provides you with marketing materials. I know they provide you with proof sources. I know they give you information that you can look back and say, hey, this is what we found. What do you think? I also know that you have testimonials at your disposal. I know if they're looking at a competitor, I guarantee that your company has the resources or you have the experience to talk professionally and thoroughly about your competitor. So you need to do that because that could be the objection. The competitor has something that you don't have. They like the other competitor better. Whatever it is, you need to be able to know them inside and out so you can address that. And finally, and this is a game changer, and I don't throw that term game changer around very often, but it truly is. This is a game changer. If you have a customer that you can call on the spot and ask them to speak to the potential prospect about their experience, that is huge. Especially if it's someone that recently came on board in the last few months and had a similar experience to this current prospect you're talking to. They can talk to each other and it, what it does, it gets the salesperson out of the equation and it's just two people talking about their experience. So I highly recommend bringing a third party in via the phone, uh, you know, uh, Skype, text, whatever it is, just to get these two engaged and talking. Okay, so now I think we've gotten to the point where we've started working our way through the objection part of it. So now you've got to start kind of asking closing questions. Again, this is not a closing workshop. I'm going to spend many, many more videos talking about closing. But you have to start asking closing type questions in an assumptive manner in order to determine if there's any underlying objections or if you've cleared the deck of the existing objections. So, first one, if they bring something up, why is that important to you? What a great question, because it's open-ended. It's not a yes or no, it's open-ended. So they're gonna talk. They're just gonna go and they're gonna let you know, you know what, yeah, it's important to me because of this. It's important to me because I don't like my existing job. I want to phase out of that part of my career. I want to have the freedom to go to all the kids' sporting events. So that's why I'm sitting down with you talking about this opportunity. 
or as a physician, like I sell uh, you know drug screening to physician offices. Why is that important to you, doctor? Well, I'm very concerned about the epidemic of OxyContin or uh, Vicodin and Percocet abuse or heroin abuse. I want to do my part to protect my patients, my practice, and myself. So these are the types of things that will get people to talk, and you can really dig into what's important to them. Another great question is, this seems like a great fit for you. It would certainly alleviate some of your financial concerns. Let's get started. So you've pretty much said, hey, you know, let's go. And now this is the part where they're going to slam on the brakes potentially. All right. And this next one to me is one of the best. And you can use this in conversations with your spouse, with your kids. If I could do this, would you do that? In other words, if I could get you the car and the color you're looking for, or if I can allow you to be in a position where you can quit your current job, would you agree to partner with me? Or would you agree to try my product or service? Just imagine it. If I could, would you? I mean, that is about as easy as it gets. And I'm telling you, if you incorporate this into your daily life, in your interactions first, and then try it in a sales or prospect interaction, you're going to be blown away at the response you're going to get. And the last one you can do, and it's very, again, non-threatening, unless you have any more questions or concerns, I think we're ready to get started. So it's very similar to number two. But again, it's very assumptive and you're ready to go. All right, so we've talked a little bit about it. We're at the last step. And this is where the prospect becomes the customer. We've handled the objections to the best of our ability, at least we think we do. This last step is gonna uncover any potential objections that may exist. And if you do get more objections, here's the best part. You start over. You go back to the beginning, you clarify, you determine if it's a smoke screen, you qualify, and you do it again. If it's a real legitimate conversation, which it should be, then this is a very natural process. All right, so the first one, let's imagine, um, you know, I have a lot of friends in the network marketing, they do launch parties. Here's a great one. When would you like to schedule your launch party? At that point, they're either going to do one of two things. They're going to say, well, actually, next week looks good. They say, well, I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Boom, we start over. Okay, next, are you available Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning for delivery of your new state-of-the-art refrigerator? Well, I'm not sure. Or they say, yeah, Wednesday afternoon looks great. I'm home that day. I can be there for the fridge. Guess what? You just made a sale. And lastly, which package, program, car, product, service, whatever it is, are you going to choose? They're either going to choose one or they're going to give you another objection and you start over. So I truly hope this was helpful for everyone this morning. This is something I'm incredibly passionate about. And it was such a great refresher for me to go back over and just walk through these steps again. Because, you know, now I'm in a director type role, so I'm not in the field every day selling situations. So it's great to see my reps having to go through it. And it's great for me to kind of refresh myself. And in the process, you know, you look behind me here, you see a lot of books. Okay, I'm a voracious reader. I have a plethora of books. You know how you know I'm a voracious reader? Because I use the word voracious and plethora in the same sentence. But in reality, I went through my shelf, and I will be honest with you, a majority of these books are uh, motivational books, self-help books, uh, and the rest are sales books. Because I believe that if you've chosen the profession of sales, or even if you've chosen the profession of network marketing, you need to understand selling. Because right? whether or not you believe network marketing is selling, if you're interacting with someone and your livelihood depends on another person, then you're in sales in some capacity. All right, so I'm going to have three books for you that I recommend. All right, first one is Closing Techniques by Stephen Shipman. I hope you can see it there. Shiffman, excuse me. Uh, really good book. It's focused specifically on overcoming objections and closing. I highly recommend checking this one out. 
next one, and this is, uh, you know, I mean, talk about confident. If you're a, uh, I'll put it next to my head so you can see. I don't want to cover the moneymaker up. But if you can see here, I mean, if you're not confident as yourself as a sales coach, you call your uh, book The Sales Bible. But Jeffrey Gittimer, who, you know, inspired me for a lot of the ideas I talked about today, is somebody who really knows the sales. And what he does is he brings it down to a real basic level. It's not complex. It's very simplistic. He also does the little red book and a little green book of selling. And I think that's really good for network marketers as well. And I'll show you those just really quickly um, as I have them right here. Uh, and that's what these look like. The little, um, well, this is the one here, but the little red book of selling is right here. And I highly recommend this. It's a simple read. It's very short. And if you're a network marketer and you want a quick, uh, you know, like, hey, I want a quick course on selling, check this one out. And lastly, for you hardcore salespeople out there, this is a great one. All right. How to master the art of selling. This is my personal sales Bible. This is the one that my dad gave to me, you know, 25 years ago when I got into sales. You can see I've got uh, stog-eared, I've got uh, post-it notes sticking out. I refer back to this all the time. Everything you need to know about selling is in this book. So let me put it right there for you. How to Master the Art of Selling by Tom Hopkins. So I appreciate everyone's time today. I truly do. Uh, you know, taking uh, time out of your morning to sit down with me, I, I feel truly blessed. And I want to leave you, if, if you could, uh, please like, Share my video if you have some other people in your network marketing group or sales team that might benefit. And leave comments because it's only going to help me. And this whole discussion this morning came from a comment on my last video. So, Becky, again, thank you. You get mad props. Uh, but truly, that's how I can evolve as somebody that is uh, you know, here to help. And I think it really helps everyone else because we get some really uh, strong interaction. Do me a favor, if you're uh, in your car a lot, if you're a salesperson, you probably are, go to iTunes, make sure you download the Sully Says podcast, where I talk about sales and a little bit about life. And then uh, lastly, I'm going to put a, uh, something down below in the comments section where you can get my free guide, Seven Proven Techniques. They're going to help you attract the best people, make more sales, and increase your income. Okay, I'm Rick Sully. This is the Sully Says Sales Tip, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking, with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. Oh, 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 oh,